Hello! It's Sean. I'm a player. So, two weeks in a row doing this ad read right off the top. Quickly just want to give a thank you to everyone that attended a watch party for this episode and all that submitted questions for a Q&A. In case you missed the pre-show, we're going to be releasing the extended version of the Q&A in its entirety on our main feed in the coming weeks. So keep an eye out for that. Did you know we have a Patreon? Because we do. You can get early access to our episodes, access to our talkback show Recharge, and access to our mail club. That's a lot of access. There are only a few spots left for our monthly postcards, so get in now while you can. You can follow us on our socials, where we are at Planet Arcana Pod on all things. But most importantly, I just want to say thank you for all the love and support. We also love and support you. So, without further ado, let's get into this. My dearest darlings, though our time apart was short, I did miss you so. When last we left off, our crew had arrived at the disasteroid encampment, where a visibly emotional and panicked scavenge, unaware of the party's presence, attempts to beat and escape aboard his flying owl vehicle. But an invisible crater, heedless of the danger, seizes his chance to hop aboard the owl, lying in wait mere inches from Scavenge. Meanwhile, in a makeshift aircraft hangar close by, Riot and Celestine try to attend to an unconscious Garbazine who has been forcibly dosed with the deadly disasteroid drug Pig. But the effects of the drug are beyond their skill to heal. Ensuring he is safely hidden away, they turn their attention to scavenge and to hot-wiring one of the other owls to attempt an airborne pursuit of the vile villain. Pursue they do, and airborne they are. Briefly, in a matter of moments, Crater ambushes scavenge in his own owl, hurtling the aircraft back down to earth with both of them still inside. Seeing a battered crater crawling from the wreckage, Celestine turns the controls of their pursuing owl over to Riot and makes an aerial escape, hoping to save Crater from an early retirement. Compelled by a focused fury, Riot's flight comes to a fiery finish as she takes her chance to crash her own owl directly into her former lover, Skaven. With the floor of Cransimmon Grove littered with the wreckage of not one but two owls and his friends stealing themselves to resume the fight, Celestine calls out to a familiar voice, offering his cooperation to the Star Arcana should it send him the means to aid his companions. And... It does, in the form of several glowing star sprites who descend from the skies, armed with magic and ready to serve. Despite the brutal beating bestowed upon him by Scavenge, a raging crater Wayne stands, dauntless, delivering blow after devastating blow unto the disasteroid as he attempts to retreat. Emotions run raw and hot for all, but for none more so than the increasingly shaken Scavenge, until something within him simply cracks. The experience sends Scavenge to his knees, and as he pitches forward out of his mouth streams a cascade of gruesome phantasms, before he stands again, ready to finish what our heroes began. And now, the thrilling conclusion of The Last Stand. can hear you. I am listening. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork, the neon, the networks. Desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find. All it takes is a friend. All it takes. 
takes perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Half in fear and seemingly somewhat in horror as to what he's just done to Crater, Scavenge takes two steps back and lunges forward, opens his mouth, gags once, twice, then a torrent of ghostly monstrosity erupts from him as he vomits it out onto the ground. For a moment it coalesces into one and then breaks apart into several specterly figures, and Scavenge stands ready to fight. Looking around at what's just erupted from him, he looks deeply confused, but with a measure of recognition. The panic on his face is more intense than anything you've seen so far, and he sort of like swings around, he's pointing his arm at each one of these ghosts in turn, and then finally targets the one directly behind him, between him and Celestine, and he's gonna level off a gunshot. Wait, at the ghost? At the ghost? Yep. Oh, interesting. All right. 26 to hit. Yeah. (laughs) 16 combined piercing and lightning damage. Breathing fast, pauses for a second, sort of like shocked that it connected even, and levels off another one. 17. Yes. 12 piercing and 8 lightning for 20 total. Again, sort of like looking between all these ghosts, gonna move as far back as he can. At the end of your turn, Scavenge, the ghost that you were shooting at, that you hit a couple times, phases out of existence and appears directly in front of you. Oh. And it's going to attempt to grapple you. Oh my god. Fuck yeah. So I'm going to need you to make either an athletics or an acrobatics check. Okay, so ghosts are friends. Not food. <laughs> I mean, so far. And I rolled a nat 20. I did too. What? What's your mod? <laughs> uh, let's see, three. Minus three? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay, roll off. We have to roll off. An immovable object means an unstoppable force. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, no, <laughs> don't worry about it. Well, hold on. What did you roll? A two, like natural two. I rolled natural three, so I just. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so the rest of you see this ghost disappear out of existence and then suddenly appear right in front of where Scavenge is running to, and it just reaches out its arms, and the arms go almost unnaturally long and start to wrap around Scavenge, and he tries to move past it, but the ghost has got him held tight. No, 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 no. Celestine will move 60 feet flying, which should put him within 25 feet of Crater and Riot. Okay, so up in the trees, I'm going to say. He's definitely now sees Crater on the ground. Yep. Fucking ghosts everywhere. <laughs> I've got Crater if you want to do what you want to do, uh, Celestine. You've got Crater? I've got him. Winky face. <laughs> Except his turn is coming up before yours, so he's going to roll death saves. Um, and I just don't like it. <laughs> I cast a healing word on Crater. That is nine hit points to Crater. Oh. On my own, I will take the dodge action. So if somebody tries to attack me, disadvantage. Celestine is in the air, <laughs> hiding, be- not standing on a tree branch, hiding behind a tree, just kind of like popping his head out to one side and to the other, just like dodging back and forth behind the tree just to see what's going on. In the embrace of this ghost, Scavenge does this like flexi flex and like steals himself for another 15 temp HP. Three of the star sprites are going to the the three that have the concentration spells, uh, Molly, Polly and Lolly, the flies. They're just going to hang back where they were. They don't need to stay within range of anybody to maintain that fly spell. So the most important thing is that they don't break concentration. So they will hang back. One of them, Solly, I'm going to give Solly a quick description of pacemaker and say i need you to go find our friend and fly him here quick as you can the other four will take their 30 feet fly speeds scavenge is fighting a ghost so i don't want to attack a ghost yet i think they'll they'll hang and and that's it okay that will bring us to crater who luckily does not have to roll a death saving throw and you can have your turn I got you, buddy. Thanks, big guy. Celestine, his chest puffs up huge to hear Crater call him big guy. Everybody (laughs) spent this whole campaign calling him a mini cowboy. (laughs) And Crater Wayne, the biggest guy he knows, just called him a big guy. That is, that's some serious juice in Celestine's tank. You get knocked down, you gotta get back up again. (laughs) 
They're never going to keep you down, Crater. <laughs> <laughs> can take a vodka drink and a whiskey drink. <laughs> this is the only thing I know in my life. I am going to use my 60 feet of fly speed that I still have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pop back into a rage. I am going to stick with my slinky arms. I need that for any defensive ability I can get at this point. It would be great. I'm going to go after Scavenge as he's tied up with this ghost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you're about to be sorry. 25 to hit. Yeah. Yep. The second one is also 25 to hit. Yep. <laughs> the total is 27 damage. Oh, my God. I'm going to go up to 20 feet away from Scavenge and Crater. And I'm going to shoot again since Crater's so close. Mm. I have sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I just rolled a two. Oh, no. Suffice it to say, nine probably doesn't hit, does it? (laughs) Nine (laughs) does not hit. Okay. Well, for my bonus action then, I'm going to use uh, Branding Smite for my next situation. Oh, shit. What is it? The next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, the weapon gleams in astral radiance as you strike. The attack deals an extra 2d6 radiant damage to the target. Shit. As all of you seem to have, like, moved to become a tighter bubble, you notice that the rest of these ghosts sort of follow in formation to surround you. I think all of you are within 30 feet of these ghosts. Oh, Oh, my God. Scavenge too, though, right? Yes, all of you. You notice the one that's holding onto Scavenge kind of opens its mouth unnaturally wide, and you hear the sound coming from it. It's like a moan or a scream or just something that is pure sadness or strife and intense energy. As this first ghost starts to make the sound, the others start to make it in unison, and then the unison becomes the sort of dissonant cacophony. I am going to ask all of you to make a wisdom saving throw as you try to keep hold of your mind as this intense sadness fills you. This is magic? This is magic, yes. Okay. Ooh, 17. Pass. That's a cool 26 for something. Whoa. Ooh, that's a cool pass for you, my friend. That's a seven. That's a fail for you. Crater also got a seven. God damn it. Celestine and Scavenge, you're each going to take 25 cold damage. Fuck. Riot and Crater, you each take 50 damage. Cold damage. Can I use Uncanny Dodge? You can. Okay. So you can take 25 damage. However, if you're still standing after that... You are now frightened of the ghost, which means you cannot approach them. All right. I think this goes without saying, but Crater is down again. Shit. What do I need to hit on a concentration check to maintain the sprites? Half of 25. So you need to roll a constitution saving throw, and it needs to beat a 13. Yeah, it's a 20. It's a dirty 20. Sick. You managed to keep hold of your star sprites, which is a godsend. It is at that. It fills your minds with this intense emotion and crater you're once again down. Right. How are you looking? I'm doing okay. Okay. Yep. Scavenge is entangled with one of these ghosts and has just been privy to one of their horrific moans. He uncovers his ears and is still frantically looking between them and you hear him maybe mutter under his breath like, Velvet, Thistle Whip, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry! And he like points his gun arm at the one that's grappling him and he's gonna punch him. (laughs) 23 to hit. Yep. It's gonna be eight bludgeoning damage. How do you bludgeon a ghost? I just did. (laughs) The ghost that is holding on to you, Scavenge, starts to turn into this sort of wispy, smoky, misty material. And the one that's closest to Riot, just in the distance, starts to do the same thing. And all of you see something as these two ghosts dissipate and start to form something. You see them together, Scavenge and an average-looking cloud android. This is seemingly not taking place during this time in this place, but you can see them. Scavenge approaches where the android is sitting and heaves a large bag onto a table filled with cash. He puts his hand on the android's shoulder, who looks up at him uncertainly, but nods, then bows his head into his hands. When the android looks back up, Scavenge is gone, and there is a jagged hole torn into the android's face where once there was none. His glowing eyes go dark. You you told me I'd survive this. 
My maker will never forgive me for giving up my occipital card. No, 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 you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. And that scene starts to fade, but another one starts to form out of this mist that the ghosts have created. And now you see a sleeping, modded human woman on an operating table. Scavenge sitting in a chair by her bed, holding her hand and stroking her hair. Her face is peaceful as she drifts off to sleep, and when she opens her eyes, Scavenge is gone, and she clutches her chest, sits up, and coughs a sickly pile of nuts and bolts into her hands. And she says, You held my hand. You told me my parietal extension was old. You would fix it. Give me a better one. (laughs) I'm sorry, Velvet. As these two ghosts dissipate, there's a flicker in Scavenge's blue aura surrounding him. It doesn't fade, but it seems to grow weaker. Boy, oh boy, I wish Crater would stay on his feet just a little longer. (laughs) (laughs) Celestine will take a bonus action to wild shape into his star celestial form, so joints start to glow uh, with kind of a soft purpley light. The image of of the star constellation slash arcana appears around him. We'll fly over to Crater. I will cast Cure Wounds at a third level. Excellent. <laughs> Crater, you have dealt the most damage and taken and the most take damage. Him, that yeah. makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. 22 oh. points of health restored. Then because I'm in my star form, I get an extra D8 to somebody, whether that's me or Crater or Riot. I think I'm just going to give it to Crater. So mm-hmm. take another three. My boy. And then <laughs> I'm going to back the fuck off back into the trees nice we can see the there's four ghosts remaining uh three kind of clumped together and one off to the side looking like they're coming up behind celestine and riot the three that are clumped together uh sunny targets them with confusion for a in a 10 foot sphere and so yeah they'll all need to make a wisdom save dc 12 so um this is a fun way for you to find out that they are not individuals they are a collective and together they have (laughs) failed (laughs) i rolled quite bad (laughs) oh no that's fantastic so they're confused they can't take reactions which is Great. I'm not sure if reactions were a thing for them, but they can't take reactions. And on their turns, they got to roll a d10 to see what they get to do. Mm, that's cool. Let me read you a list of the things that these things are immune to. Uh, charmed, exhausted, frightened, grappled, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, prone, and restrained. Not confused, though. <laughs> yeah, you were confused in there. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. You can't plan for everything. You cannot. Can't. Can't do it. Scavenge's shield is flickering, but it's not down. It doesn't seem like so. Not going to burn the Star Sprite's spells, but just getting them within a reasonable distance. And I think that's it. And we go back to Crater, who is once again freshly up. You are just avoiding death-saving throws like Neo dodging the bullet. (laughs) (laughs) You are starting your turn within five feet of Scavenge. Ooh, that is true. So, take eight lightning. You get zapped. God damn it, I'm going to enter into a rage for a third time this combat. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to do my slinky arm ability to have some sort of hope of deflecting an attack from Scavenge. I am going to attack him twice with my great axe because he's standing right in front of me. I am not going to do this recklessly. <laughs> I'm just going to do two straight rolls. 16. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, and the other one's a 24. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised that still hit. Okay. Oh, you're fucked. The first one was max damage, 19 damage to scavenge. The second one is 16 damage to Oh, my God. Okay. He's looking rough, and he just looks at you, and he goes, stay down. There's going to be a static field happening at you. Fuck. Cosmic Omen, minus six from whatever you roll. 14. I'm going to do my sleek arm ability to try to deflect that. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. Did, Did you, you just roll, roll a one? one? I rolled a one. So no! 13, which God. is my armor class. Oh, I tried oh, so hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, 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 as that D8 was in my hand, I had a feeling that was going to fucking happen. Too. Fuck. Give it to me. It's eight. Eight damage. Okay. Yeah. Two ghosts will appear next to you, Crater, on either side and staring Scavenge down. Fellas, we're on the same side here. He took something from me as well. They 
appear to be not unthinking, but just monstrous. It doesn't seem like your words seem to affect them in any way. I am going to stand my ground, take a deep, kind of shuddersome breath, and jump into the air to take a shot over top of Crater's head (laughs) at Scavinge. Oh, I love it. Amazing. 19 to hit? Yep. Okay. 30 damage. Uh-huh. Taking that shot, Scavenge might look you in the eye and just say, like, is this it? Are we are we just going to keep hurting each other? You decided to keep hurting me a long time ago. I'm going to come up a bit closer behind Crater. You are um, afraid of the ghosts, I'm afraid. Right, so, so I can't can approach. Closer. It is the ghost's turn. You roll a d10. Mm. Six. The creature doesn't move or take actions. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Okay. So they stand perfectly still, just fucking staring Scavenge down. <laughs> I think Scavenge, with that last exchange with Riot, just is looking really uncertain about himself. He's struggling. He's going like, no, no. Everyone takes what they want. There is no right or wrong. We both know this. And he raises his fucking arm into the air and starts charging the fucking spark that you've seen him do before. Again, just staring into your eyes, right, as it grows larger and larger and larger. And oops, I forgot to roll something. Okay, we're good. And larger. And then it just detaches. And you're not sure where it's going for a second. But then it gains momentum and energy and hurdles straight towards Celestine. No! And we'll also be hitting Riot, who stands only five feet away. So give me a deck saving throw. We're looking to beat 15, both of y'all. 18. <sighs> I, I did not beat it. Celestine's going to take half of 26, right? You're going to take the full thing. Can I take Uncanny Dodge off that thing? You can actually use Evasion because it's a dexterity saving throw. But I didn't beat it. That's okay. If you fail, you succeed. Oh. And if you succeed, you like ultra succeed. Okay. You'll take half damage still. Half damage. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that was, sorry, how much? 13. And the concentration check on 13 of damage is? It's going to be a constitution saving throw. You're trying to beat 10. Yeah, okay, 11. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, hey, for the record, make another wisdom saving throw for the confused folks. Oh, okay. If they succeed uh, against a 12, then it ends. Oh. 15. All right, that's fine. So it ends this time. There's three more pixies that can cast this before they go again. So we're good. I am going to shoot a guiding bolt at one of the ghosts that's flanking Crater, hoping to continue to weaken Scavenge's magic shield. The light gun, the constellation gun, appears in in Celestine's holster, uh, and he fires at a ghost. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Ah, it's a 13. That just hits. Oh, yes! <laughs> 16 radiant damage. Not sure if that's going to be extra oh. on a ghosty. It is not, but it is a significant amount of damage. <laughs> uh, the next attack on him has advantage. Having been just in Scavenge's range and, and uh, taken a hit from Scavenge, uh, Celestine, still flying, is going to back up out of the trees with Riot and uh, and sort of hide behind uh, his star sprite friends. <laughs> At the end of your turn, Celestine, the two ghosts flanking Crater start to turn into that mist again, and they start to form a scene directly in front of Scavenge. A very short Gears android with strong clasps for hands plays at a poker table with Scavenge. Slowly, one by one, the other players fade away until it's just the two of them, laughing over drinks and losing money to each other. The Gears android lifts his cards to check them, obscuring his face behind them. When he lowers his cards, Scavenge is gone. And all that is left of the android is an unrecognizable jumble of wires and gears. You ripped me to shreds. There was hardly anything left of me when I finally turned over my lymph codes. No, nobody cared about you anyway. Vanishes. And then you see another scene. Scavenge and an older but very vital masculine-looking steam android with vents in the back of his feet, run through a sparse temperate forest together. They keep looking over their shoulders. They're being pursued. The android's jet steam feet propel him, zooming and skating about, but as you watch, they sputter. Scavenge turns to him. It's obvious they will be overtaken soon. They share a glance, and then the android looks over his shoulder at their pursuers. When he turns his face back again, Scavenge is gone. As the android collapses, you can see that the android's feet are gone too. (laughs) 
I actually really liked you, Thistlewhip. You, you told me I was done for. You promised me you'd get my part back to my family. <laughs> no. I'm gonna go on to do bigger things in this world than you ever would. And they vanish. And the aura around Scavenge, the blue aura, is fading and it's barely barely clinging on. And that will bring us to the Star Sprite's turn. Already within range of the other final two ghosts will do exactly what happened last turn and uh, cast Confusion. So wisdom save DC 12. 12 isn't that hard. No, it isn't. (laughs) Okay. I rolled a 16. Okay. Let's do it again with the next one. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Ooh, dirty 20. 30, 20? Sure. Let's try it one more time. I'm rolling uncharacteristically well. <laughs> Same. I've had like 40 at 20s today. Frickin' 17. Okay. <laughs> Our friend Sunny, who cast the original Confusion, is going to... And I don't. I can't remember if you told me that they were immune to this, but um, Polymorph? They are not. Wisdom save DC 12. Dirty 20. All right. Damn. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I mean. Using them all up right now. (laughs) Gotta try. Gotta try. No sign of our friend that went to fetch Pacemaker, I suppose. No. Dang. You guys went pretty far in. Fair enough. Fair enough. One ghost disappears and reappears next to you. Not good. Another one reappears next to Scavenge. Do you see how much trouble you've caused in the world? How many people you've fucking hurt? You think I'm the cause of the trouble in this world? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are you, 12? Are you fucking kidding me, man? You see how many people you've hurt? <laughs> you deserve everything that's about to come to you. Bring it on, big baby. I'll, sh- I'll show you. It's the <laughs> big baby. <laughs> that's right, Crater, you tell him. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him twice. Recklessly this time. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a nat 20 on, the, on that first one again. Ooh. And... Second one, does a 15 hit? No. I finally get to say that. (laughs) I rolled a nat 20, so I'm going to live off the hype of that. Yay, me. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? I rolled a two. So No. No. uh, My nat 20, uh, that's 11 damage to him. You know, I've been up in this fray, hanging on to my fucking life this whole time. (laughs) I'm going to back up 20 feet. I assume I provoke an opportunity attack. Yeah, he's going to punch you. Okay. Minus four with Cosmic Omen. All right. Oh, uh, no. No. You missed me? Wow. Okay. Wasn't trying. (laughs) Are are we making a dent on him? He's starting to look pretty fucked up. Cool. Not 100% sure what else I can do because I can't advance with the ghost there. So I'm going to try. And I'm going to... I think that might be done now, the, the fear thing. is done? I think it's over. The, yes, you are no longer a feared of Okay, great. Ghost. <laughs> a feared. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go right up to this, this guy that I know so well. Mm-hmm. I look at Scavenge and I just have this seething feeling bubble up in my stomach and I just like run full tilt at him, looking him straight in the eyes as I advance and I pull up my short sword and thrust it into his shoulder and I'm going to make an attempt on his life. <laughs> oh my god. 19 to hit. Uh, yes. Okay. The ghost has been attacking Scavenge. Would you consider the ghost an ally? I, yeah. It's not an ally, but it's someone who's opposing Scavenge, which I think is the trigger. Right. So, yeah. So it's okay? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. 25. Okay. <laughs> Looks a little bit more, f- even a bit, even a little bit more fucked up now. Okay, and I'm going to take my bonus action and hide. I use my foot to push him aside to yank out my short sword again. I turn before he can get at me, and I spin around and throw myself under the snow where Crater is uh, not to be seen by anyone, and I am currently hiding. Oh my god, that's so cool. I love it, amazing. (laughs) Scavenge can take an attack of opportunity. Okay. Now, he used his reaction against Crater. Oh, was that this round? (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're right. He has no reaction with which to speak. Okay. He can level a static field against this ghost, though, which he 100% is going to do. Yes, as a legendary action. 23 to hit. Yeah. Let's do it. 21. Noticing Riot's gone, but the ghost is still there, just sort of like blasts off a static shock against this 
spectral fuck. <laughs> Old spectral fuck. Old spectral fuck. <laughs> what do we need to do to, 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 to summon old fuck to help us? Yeah. Say his name three times. That's right. Old yeah. spectral fuck Scarrington. Yeah. Oh, Scarrington. <laughs> it was in my head. I had to say it out loud. Yes. Or I was gonna have Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Oh my god. Scavenge, as you level the static fields against this ghost, once again, and for the final time, the final ghosts start to turn into mist to form a scene. Oh, thank god. Swimming softly through the coral beds on the outskirts of an underwater village, Scavenge moves with a spindly, feminine cloud android with long, fine, LED light hair coming out from under a domed metal hat. They chase each other flirtatiously. Scavenge, finding a small cavern, beckons her inside, and, charmed but hesitant, she enters after him and is enveloped by darkness. When she floats gently back out of the cavern a beat later, Scavenge is gone, and so is her hat. She appears momentarily fine before her eyes dim and she rotates slowly. It looks like something has been pulled directly from the back of her shell, extending to her neck. Lord, I mean, I would have given you my temporal dome willingly. I would have done anything for you. And you left me at the bottom of the sea. Why is this happening to me? Stop it! A final scene gathers. Scavenge is unconscious in a wood-paneled room, lying on an operating table as a buff, middle-aged man stands over him. He has shaggy blonde hair and wears suspenders with no shirt on under an open lab coat. (laughs) He turns to put his surgical tools back into his briefcase, then taps his patient softly on his cheek. Scavenge opens his eyes suddenly and bolts upright. He clutches his chest and then his head and then his chest again and then finally grasps at the blonde man's shoulders. You're working with them! What did you do? What did you What did you do to me? Why do I feel like this? Hacksaw McGraw tries to scramble off him, but it's too late. Scavenge cocks his arm back and shoots Hacksaw McGraw clean through. The boots, you, I weren't the one who did this to you, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's some that's some composure from Hacksaw McGraw after he was shot clean through. I got a lot of respect for Hacksaw right now. Yeah, those are some badass last words. Yeah. <laughs> Scavenge, the ghosts are gone. The memories haunt you, though. (sighs) Fuck you all. Fuck. Fuck. What the fuck did you do to me? And as he says this, he's walking backwards. Behind him, I would say a few yards, you notice that there is like a seam running through the ice. He stops for a moment after stumbling shakily towards that seam. It's like a deep scar in the ice, and he scrapes each boot quickly against a rock and something ignites in his mechanical feet, and white-hot, furious jets of steam propel him up into the air, then down into the ice crevasse. Fuck sakes. Well, we can all fly. Let's fucking follow. Let's fucking yeah, fly. Yeah. We are in formation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fighter jets. Fighter jets. Screaming after Scavenge. Yes. You hurriedly approach the precipice of this crevasse where Scavenge propelled himself down and try to spot him. At first glance, Scavenge seems to have vanished into the depths of the earth, but then you spot it. A hole on one of the walls of the crevasse, several meters below. A cave entrance. I think I'm going to go in. We've come this far. we got to finish this right now. I am right behind Riot as well. Yeah, absolutely right behind, as are the four star sprites that are still with us. You have no issue getting down the fissure, thanks to the fact that you can fly. You float down to the entrance and take your first steps into the cave. You would perhaps appreciate the beauty of this cave where circumstance is not so dire. The walls, floor, and ceilings could be mistaken for crystal. Clear, deep blue ice with stark white seams running through it. Scattered about are just a few boxes, a sleeping roll, and some papers, and a safe. You get the sense this is a secret place. In the far corner, Neil Scavenge, furiously trying to draw a pattern on the floor. Celestine flies into the cave, sees Scavenge creating what is clearly a teleportation circle, pulls out the light gun, does that big thing where he spins the barrel and fires off a big shot. That is 15 to hit, which I believe misses. It misses. I love saying that. 
<laughs> Celestine is in the air, and so the force of that big shot kind of sort of knocks him off course, and he misses Scavenge. But the the other one, the smaller shot, as he switches into his chariot form, and the stars around him that make up the star constellation rearrange and start to glow a, a white, blue, a cool blue into the the constellation of the chariot. And Celestine takes one more carefully aimed shot at Scavenge with his uh, with his bonus action. 25 damage. Yep. 10 damage. He's just looking ragged. <laughs> Scampers over in the air, air scamper, um, off to the <laughs> off to the side. You can see that he hits him and he feels it, but he's like just focused on on his task. Bunny, Bonnie, and Johnny have yet to try to cast Polymorph. So um, <laughs> let's do that now. Let's start with uh, let's start with Bunny. Bunny cast Polymorph on Scavenge. DC 12 wisdom saving throw. <laughs> I made it. Holy okay. shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's do it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a 15. Okay. And one more time. Do it again. It's a 19. Oh. Okay. All right. We try. <laughs> Our friend Sunny, who has already cast Confusion and Polymorph for the day, will try to cast Sleep. Fine. That is 27 hit points worth of sleep magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the right number of sleep sleep points what's yeah dang the star sprites you see them start throwing stardust toward scavenge working together trying to surround him and uh, and throw off what it is that he's doing but they're clearly too too small too tiny it's not causing enough of an effect that sleep spell does give us a little bit of information mm -hmm. we know he has at least 28 hit points left mm -hmm. presumably a little bit more <sighs> guys we go all out until this fucker is dead. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Follow your lead, buddy. Even though I'm very fucking low health, I'm going to try to chip away at Scavenge here. I'm going to charge towards him and do what I do every single time. Yes. Old faithful. Do what you do best. I'm going to strike at him twice with my great axe, both recklessly. <laughs> Dirty 20. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled another nat 20. Oh, <laughs> oh my yes. god. High risk, high reward, baby. 14 on the first hit. Okay. 27 points of damage on the critical. <laughs> he's still... Oh my god. 41 damage and he's still up. I'm going to stand my ground really? right in front of Scavenge to ensure that Riot gets sneak attack. In that case, we're going to have to have a static field. But before it happens, you hear in your head another sending. I... I'm sorry, Crater, I, I did not know what to do. I found Garbazine in the garage. I, I transport us to Creation Point. I hope I see you there. I'll see you soon, buddy. Minus six to whatever you roll, Skivinch. Fine. Yeah. Fuck him up, baby. Oh, my God, I only rolled a four. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. Diggity. Riot, we swing our attention back to you. You stand ready in this cave, and suddenly you're hit with the moment of clarity. In an instant, all of the sound gets sucked out of the scene, and you watch as Crater, in slow motion, rails his axe against a weakened Scavenge, and Celestine from afar guides the star sprites and fires off spells, and all the while Scavenge looks only at you. Even while he scrambles to finish his teleportation circle, he's desperate for a second of eye contact, a shared knowing glance, a final moment just with you. Snowshoe told you that you were the key to defeating him, and after watching all of his memories literally come back to haunt him, the realization hits you like the owl you crashed into Scavenge. You know what to do. And you realize now, it's time. I am going to walk right up to him and take my little golden thread of glowing energy that's still attached to my fingers from when I cast Encode Thoughts earlier. What are you doing? Shh. And I put it against his forehead. Wait. Why is this? Why, why does this And it feel... wriggles like a worm and burrows itself no. into his skull and disappears into his head. No. Why does this feel familiar? His eyes cloud over and these memories become clear around him and he can't see anything else. In the first... We were lying on the floor in our communal room in Sodium, surrounded by our found siblings, and we're falling into each other's eyes. We're so young. It's late. 
We have to get up early to go to the docks for our job tomorrow and should be asleep so that we can bring our top performance. Fairfax has said that it'll be the most important venture of the year for our little family, but we can't sleep, not now. This is the most important thing right now. We had each found another person who was equally lost and scared and missing pieces, but the pieces that remained fit into our own emptinesses. So we held hands in the dark, clinging to each other like we'd float away if we let go, like the love that swelled in our stomachs could carry us both away. Maybe humans weren't all bad. The scene swirls in Scavenge's mind's eye, and another memory appears. The first modding that Scavenge had received. Riot was there. Scavenge had grown, his skinny boy's frame filling out into shoulders and chest and lean muscle that moved like a panther when he walked. He had done well for himself lately and was Fairfax's pride and joy in their company. We were 18, and I stood by Scavenge's side as he had a brand new mod done to his left hand. It hurt, but I knew this was what he deeply wanted. Something we had both shyly joked about for years, gauging each other's reactions every time before finally confiding our desires. We walked out of the operating room, hands clasped together, as though the world was suddenly all new. And the world swirls together again, all around Scavenge's mind. And a third memory appears, again from Riot's point of view. Scavenge hurt me again. This time he used his mods in his anger. He was sorry after. He's hurting and I am too. I fear that I'm losing him. And the picture of Riot sitting on her bed, alone, swirls and disappears again as a fourth and final memory becomes Scavenge's surrounding. Scavenge is in a circle, surrounded by our found kin opposite Fairfax. They've both hurt each other and it's too dangerous to get in the middle of them, but I want it to stop so bad. In a moment that felt like slow motion and lasted forever, I scream as Scavenge plunges his mechanical forearm through Fairfax's midsection and rips out a fistful of wires and torn metal. Fairfax falls to the ground, and some of our siblings start to scatter. I'm one of them. I look back only once to Scavenge, standing in an arrogant pose, the remaining siblings who haven't run away coming closer, revering him. For a split second, I see him catch me out of the corner of his eye and turn in a panic. Suddenly, the little boy I knew in the dark returned to his eyes and reached out to me with his hand as though I was finally floating away. I look away sharply and continue to run hard. He doesn't follow. (laughs) The memories swirl around Scavenge and he's rendered completely helpless. I hated that boy that you loved. And I was hurting, you're right. But what hurt me most of all was that I needed you, but you didn't need me. You hated him. I loved him. (laughs) And he's gone now. (laughs) He was. He was. I'm going to put a hand on Riot's shoulder and give her a nod. Okay. Do what you think is right, kid. Hey, before you do, I know that Deus Ex Garbazine was supposed to be kind of like disadvantage on Scavenge, but if Riot is going to attack right now, right after that, can there be something? Can Deus Ex Garbazine be something added to whatever she's about to do? Oh. In that moment, after that intense exchange, he's grasping his head and he just, you hear him mutter under his breath, I knew this day was going to go to shit when Garbazine showed up and I felt bad for him. Please roll on that 20. Oh, 19. Does that hit? That's 30 damage. <laughs> the shot hits him just so cleanly and he clutches his wound and manages to shakily scratch that final line into the teleportation circle on the ground and though he's up you can tell riot it's all but over when he looks you in the eye and just nods his face looks almost calm but still sad as he says okay okay 
Come with me then. And he falls backwards and vanishes into the teleportation circle. Okay, I'm going to follow him then. Wherever Riot goes, I'm going. Celestine would never, never let Crater and Riot go alone. You all step into the teleportation circle that Scavenge just fell through. The difference in quality between this teleportation circle and the last one you used is enormous. Though the last one was not without its discomfort, this time it feels like you're being ripped apart, atom by atom, and then reassembled over and over in a timeless and spaceless void. Back where you started this whole sordid ordeal, the creation point where Tudor Birch sent you on a fool's errand. Everything has happened in a blink of an eye. There has been barely enough time to process it. And the next thing you know, you arrive to see Scavenge turning and staggering as the young androids scatter and hide. As quickly as he can, he moves towards a tent that Crater and Riot recognize as the supplies tent, the one with the explosive boxes. Seeing that he is about to be overtaken, Scavenge whirls about desperately, raises his gun, and readies it with a click. Trembling and gasping in agony, physical and psychological, he regards Riot as though nothing else is visible to him. And he says, <laughs> this whole place will go up. You know what I'm capable of. I can't, Riot, I can't stop myself. I can't ever stop myself. But you can. I walk towards him calmly. Yeah, yeah. And I come up to him face to face, as close as we were when we loved each other. <laughs> And I whispered to him, I'm sorry you got so lost. <laughs> and I'm going to run my short sword into him. This is the only way I would ever want to go down. And then he does. I would just immediately walk up to Riot and embrace her. I'm going to crumple a little bit and cry for the first time since I was 13 years old into Crater. Celestine comes up and joins them. Yeah. You embrace, and a feeling of warmth passes through you, almost at the same time as a familiar feeling of temptation comes to you, Riot, and you hear the devil's voice in your ear. It's all you have to do. Take the arm, and everything I promised will become true. I'm not going to do it. You sense a rage, but then it's gone. Celestine takes his hat off and looks at Riot and says, Ms. Riot, for as much as we did what we came here to do, that this was the end we desired, I know that you did love him once and, and that this is a loss and I am, I am so sorry for your loss. But I, I want you to know, Scavenge said over and over, what did you do to me? Ms. Riot, you did nothing. He did this to himself. You know that, yes? Thank you. Celestine hugs Riot. Oh. Yeah, I don't think Crater has stopped hugging Riot, but I think his eyes are just fixated on Scavenge on the ground, just staring daggers at Scavenge, kind of realizing that, shit, it's over. I don't know if this is closure or not, but... I think it's time to take back what he took from you, Crater. I grip them both tightly, Crater and Celestine, and I don't have a lot of words, but I say to them, I would do anything to keep you two safe. Me too. Yeah. We're family. <laughs> that, uh, that means so much to hear you say that, Crater. So much indeed. The steam from the hot springs, the crunch of the snow as the young androids out from their hiding places, the occasional yip of a sled dog, though even the animals seem to understand, some moments demand silence. You understand this, and so for a time you hold each other and keep the silence, a silence that is eventually broken by the box. Oh, what? Yes. And from the box. What? Yes. A song. Yes. What? Yes. Oh. You poor fools, you're tired.
and the box falls silent. <laughs> 